Hi, I'm Mark Schroeder and welcome to my podcast. I'm a Christian who's convinced that the Bible is true and actually is the best way to get to know God, the one who has saved us in Jesus. This podcast is a collection of Bible bits and pieces, Bible talks that I've given in all kinds of contexts. You see, I'm an ordained Anglican minister working in Sydney, Australia as a college chaplain. My main role is to teach the Bible in a Peter 12 Anglican school. But also from time to time, I preach in church, I speak at youth groups, or I teach the Bible at other youth events. I hope that this podcast is a great way of you getting to know God a little bit better and helping you to figure out what it means to live for Him because of the saving work of Jesus Christ. Hi, welcome back. Uh, this is uh, another podcast on 1 Peter uh, from some talks that I've done to staff uh, during the PD week at our school. Um, this is on 1 Peter chapter 3, verses 13 to 16. Um, and I asked a question of staff uh, about what is it that holds us back uh, in uh, telling people about Jesus. Um, I start by talking about the, the fact is that we're just scared of what people think about us. Um, but the thing is, we should not be scared about people. Uh, we should not have a fear for man, uh, but instead a fear for the Lord. Uh, he is the Almighty One, uh, the one who um, we should fear, because uh, He's the one that holds all the power. Uh, and the beautiful thing is, the one that holds all the power has lovingly saved us uh, and calls us to um, be gentle uh, and humble in the way that we talk to people about Jesus. Um, so I hope that uh, this passage uh, encourages you uh, to be strangers and exiles in this world uh, who talk openly and uh, freely uh, without fear about Jesus and his saving work for us. Uh, as always, feel free to tap in and uh, flick me a message uh, via Twitter or a voice message on Anchor. Um, one of the, the, probably the best thing I love about working here at our school uh, is when a student comes up and asks this wonderfully rich Jesus question. You know the ones? Like, where did everything come from? Like, kid in the junior school, where did everything come from, sir? Um, a, a kid in the senior school who might be brand new to Broughton, has never been to church, never touched a Bible, and is like, so you're telling me that Jesus died when we were bad? And you're like, yeah. You know those moments where kids ask you these questions about Jesus, God, and the Bible, and they're just the best bits, the, the real big sinking moments for the gospel, the, 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 the gold chunks, and you just go, this is so cool. I, I am allowed to right now, in this moment, talk completely freely and openly about Jesus in this very moment, and I get to be paid for it. You've been there before? How cool is that? That's what we get to do here. Um, we've got all freedom to do it. If someone asks us, we can do it. Even if they don't ask us, we get to make them come and listen. <laughs> but it's good, isn't it, that we've got this wonderful freedom to tell people about Jesus here at Broughton. But at the same time, I want to ask, what is it that holds you back? When you've got this freedom and you've got this opportunity at our school, and when you've got the opportunity at the moment in Australia to proclaim that Jesus Christ is Lord, the creator and the ruler of the world, the saviour, 
You've got that freedom and yet you don't do it. What is it that holds you back? I think what holds us back is on some level, we're all just a bit scared. Um, We think, what are people going to think about me? What are people going to say about me? How will people treat me? What will they do to me? And if I'm honest, I'm like that. I really worry what people think of me, believe it or not. I, I like people to think good things about me. I, I, I think sometimes I'll come down off the stage from junior school chapel after doing some crazy thing with a gigantic blue prayer horn or dress up like this maniac and, and, and I think, what are those parents thinking about me? <laughs> when they see me in the playground and the kid goes, G'day Rev Schroeder! And I'm like, G'day champ, how you going? And the parent just looks at the kid, wave at the Jesus guy... And, and like I say this humbly, but wave the Jesus guy and sort of love the Jesus guy as well. Go, there's Rev Schroeder. I just can't help but think, I wonder if that parent just thinks I'm a lunatic. <laughs> I'm scared, right? I'm scared of what people think. I'm scared of what people will do. I'm scared of how people will treat me, how they might treat me differently as I move forward in this world. But listen to the wisdom for us from this traveller's guide uh, from Peter. In 1 Peter chapter 3, uh, verse 13 to 16 is what we're reading today. Who's going to harm you if you are eager to do good? But even if you should suffer for what is right, you are blessed. Do not fear their threats. Do not be frightened. But in your hearts, revere Christ as Lord. Always be prepared to give an answer to everyone who asks you for the reason for the hope that you have. But do this with gentleness and respect, keeping a clear conscience so that those who speak maliciously against your good behaviour in Christ may be ashamed of their slander. Peter says, who, in verse 13, in light of God and his care and his control is going to harm you if you are eager to do good? We're held back. We're scared of what people might do to us. But Peter says, who, in light of God's care, can do anything to you? It's like in Psalm 56 verse 4, where the psalmer writes, What is mere mortal man? What can mere mortal man do? And the answer is, nothing really. But at the same time, the answer is, well, actually quite a lot. What can man do? Heaps. I think about, you know, that scene of James Bond where Daniel Craig, a graphic scene, but he's stripped naked and he's sitting in the chair and the bottom of the chair has been cut out and he's sitting there and the rope's been whacked into his body. All those other ones where fingernails are being tugged and things are being poked and, and you just think, man can do a lot. I'm out for that. Especially when it comes for, if, if I'm getting poked and smacked and beaten for following Jesus... But once again, listen to what Peter says in verse 14. He says, but even if you should suffer, even if you should suffer for doing what is right, you are blessed. It's interesting that these guys who he's writing to, they're living under the time of Nero. Nero is about to rain down this firestorm on Christians. They don't know that. Peter doesn't even know that yet. What a word, yeah? But Peter says, remember, chapter 1, verse 3 to 5, 
You have new birth. You have a wonderful inheritance. An inheritance that is, do you remember, kept in heaven for you until the day that Jesus Christ is revealed. And so as we think, but even if you should suffer for what is right, you are blessed. We should always also have ringing in our ears the very words of Jesus when Jesus says in Matthew 5, Blessed are you when you are persecuted, for your reward in heaven is great. You see, the worst suffering that we've got is death. But for those in Jesus, what does death mean? Heaven. I get it, right? Dying is tough. But for us in Jesus, it's not that bad. We get Jesus, we get heaven. It's actually an improvement on this. So verse 14, Peter says, Do not fear what the world fears. Do not fear what the world threatens. Do not be frightened. But verse 15, really believe in your hearts. Remember that Jesus is Lord. Yes, that this is the idea of that God is in control. He is in charge and Peter is stating that he is Lord over all. So really believe in your hearts that Jesus is Lord and don't be frightened. That idea in verse 15 is the same idea that's written in Isaiah chapter 8 verse 13. It says, The Lord Almighty is the one you are to regard as holy. He is the one you are to fear. He is the one you are to dread. Jesus is just not appointed as a manager. Jesus is the boss. He is the creator. He is the God. Do not be frightened. But knowing Jesus is more than just a mental acknowledgement, right? It's not just something that we tick a box to in our brain, but it's a commitment that we have that ought to change us and lead us to devotion and focus. To truly have Jesus as our Lord is to let him take possession of our hearts and minds. After all, he is the one who has saved us and will come through in the end. The reality of the resurrection should confirm our conviction. That is, Jesus has brought life for me. Jesus has brought life for you. So I ought to be moved not to be frightened. Tertullian, he was a great theologian from the past. Uh, He said, the leg doesn't feel the chain if the mind is in heaven. (coughs) Think about that. I'll say it again. The leg doesn't feel the chain if the mind is in heaven. See, knowing that Jesus is in charge, knowing Jesus is the God who rules the world, ought to free us from fear and enable us to freely go out and to witness to the world that Jesus is Lord. And I guess that Peter can actually attest to this, for he stuffed up pretty bad, didn't he? Do you remember Jesus is arrested, and he's warming himself by the fire, and he's asked three times, you're, you're with Jesus, right? No, no, not me. No, that's not me. Was his mind in heaven? No, his mind was with mankind, wasn't it? He was fearful about what man might do. See, we need to exchange the fear of man for the fear of God. As we have freedom to proclaim Jesus, we need to stop worrying about what parents and students and others might think, what they might say or even what they might do to us and start having a mind set on heaven and the Lord who is really in charge. 
Matthew 10, 28, Jesus says, Do not be afraid of those who can kill the body. Rather, be afraid of the one who can destroy both body and soul in hell. God is the one who holds all power. But nevertheless, the question still remains, what do we say to those who interrogate us? Well, verse 15, Peter says, always have an answer. Always have an answer, which is always have a defence. Or it's like an apology, not an apology or as an excuse for being a Christian. Oh, I'm sorry for being a Christian. It's I'm a Christian because always have a reason for what you believe. So imagine after a really hard day of being a Christian or imagine in the middle of a moment of scorn or imagine in the face of hatred from somebody because you follow Jesus or imagine that all of our Christian freedoms as a school are taken away and somebody turns to you and they say, why bother? Why bother with Jesus? Why bother continuing on as a Christian like you do? Do you have an answer? Peter says, always have an answer. Always be prepared to present your hope. Be ready to humbly proclaim God's work and his word. And as we acknowledge the deity of the risen Lord in our hearts, we bear witness to our hope. We declare the praises of him who called us from darkness into light. We set our hope fully on the grace to be given us when Jesus is revealed. And then we get to be bold in witness, remembering that Jesus is Lord. And we go forward not afraid, not frightened. However, as we are bold in witness, Peter says in verse 15 that we need to be gentle. Did you see that? Be gentle or be humble. Notice he doesn't say be polite but gentle and humble. It's like a servant to a master or an employee to the boss. You know how you approach Don? Gentle, maybe not polite. (laughs) That's how we're to go out in this world witnessing boldly. And so in verse 16, keeping a clear conscience also before the Lord, knowing that what we have done in witness is right that it's consistent, that it's a real reflection of the gospel. Because a clear conscience will actually free us for further opportunities to witness. For as people say mean things about us, we know that those things are going to be untrue, right? Because we've done nothing wrong. And so we can continue on empowered to share the gospel, even as we watch those for who accuse us end up in great shame because they realise that their slander against us is totally out of place. Today, I want to ask if you will remember today that Jesus is your Lord, the Lord over all creation. And so I wonder if you will boldly share the gospel in your life. But I wonder if you will boldly share the gospel here at school. You've got every freedom to do so. Don't be held back. As I wrote this, I couldn't help but think about, and not all of you know this man, and I don't know him, didn't know him very well either, but I couldn't help but think about Nathan Giles. Um, most of you, who doesn't, does it, or who knows Nathan Giles? Who remembers Nathan? Um, sorry if I don't talk enough about him in the right way, but from what I understand from Nathan, so he was a teacher at our school. Uh, he loved the Lord Jesus with all his heart. And he was so proactive in sharing the gospel with anyone who would listen. Um, He was a gentleman. He wasn't fearful. 
but he was gentle and humble. And he would move forward to talk to people about Jesus. In fact, I've heard that he would pray with parents at parent-teacher interviews. Yeah? I thought that was true. I, I don't do that. And can I say, I'm completely intimidated by that. Completely scared to do that. Could you imagine? G'day, Mr. and Mrs. Um, before we start, can I just pray with you and for your family? Because I believe that Jesus is Lord. That takes guts. But I just also thought that Nathan just mustn't have worried what people thought about him. Today, Peter says, be gentle, not polite, and humbly go, remembering that Jesus is Lord. Don't be frightened. Don't be held back, but be prepared to give an answer to everyone who asks you. What's the reason for your hope? Let's pray. Dear Heavenly Father, we thank you for your care and control over all things. We thank you that you have made the world and you have put us in it um, to enjoy it, uh, to live in it, to rule over it, to fill it and and to subdue it. Um, Lord, we thank you that in a world that is um, scary for us sometimes as we live as your people, and we thank you that we can trust in your care and control. And we can trust in you because we know that you have acted so powerfully in us through Jesus Christ, the risen Saviour. Lord, remind us today that you hold all the power. So help us not to fear man and what they can do, but help us to boldly share the gospel. Lord, we pray that as we share the gospel here at Broughton, that our community would know that Jesus is Lord, that they would not just know it, but they would believe it, they would respond to it, and they would join us in living in it. In Jesus' name I pray. Amen. Thanks for listening to my podcast. I hope that was an encouraging opportunity for you to learn something more from God's Word about how He has loved us and how He has saved us and who He calls us to be in Jesus. Feel free to get in contact with me via Twitter at MRK underscore Schroeder.